Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Citizens of the Rejagnation, we're watching Saul Final Chapter. It's me and Aaron Alexander. That was good, huh? That was very good. People are like, like put her in a musical and pay her loads of money, right? Give her her own show. Yeah, man. Okay, guys, so don't forget, as we get into this, leave a like. You got to leave a comment. Don't forget that you have to ring the bell. Ring the bell. And get over on Patreon because we call you super sexy over there. If you know what's right for you. You got anything to say? Like, feeling good. Feeling good. Ready for some Saw. I learned that Ooh, yeah. this one Tell was us. originally called Saw 3D, also known as Saw the Final Chapter. So I'm curious to know if they like had like some major 3D elements going on. Obviously, we're not going to get to experience that. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm curious to see what they do for this just, final chapter because everyone knows this is the last one we're watching. He just built a set to bring it all down. He's like 3D and then he's like, we don't get to experience it. You know, and I'm I like, give it what? To take it away. What was the point of that, Aaron? Just to edu- educate you and educate these lovely oh, people here who okay. already know this thing. All right. Well, now we're going to watch it. The okay. final chapter. Hello, Mr. Handel. Oh, we're going, oh, going back. back to the first one. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. We did it. We We, did it. We did it. I don't know. I'm curious to see what else (laughs) Kevin Grutert has done. We saw um, the saws. We saw the saws, man. Wow. <laughs> and there were no more movies after this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is I'm like, the bodies are still there. That's because the wildest location part. Location one must have been, what, now the only location that they still, the cops don't know where it is, even though all these books and all this stuff with all the bodies has been caught. Right hereafter right it so doesn't it's like, make sense that's location one is still untouched they haven't figured it out apparently well, it's at the one house but remember it's underneath like in a tunnel somewhere right right but still i'm like come on right i mean if they haven't found right the bodies but okay all right okay i just i feel like i feel i feel oh, man. like to put I think his name, the actor we like, Carrie L. was, is that his name? I think that the guy at the end, they were like, what? He's the doctor. I think to put him as the guy who put the keys in and sewed up the eyes, I'm like, no, Jigsaw would do that. He built machines to take people's limbs off. Like, we didn't need to add a doctor in here who was like, I know how to saw up this precisely. It's like, no, I don't think Jigsaw would 
would put would compromise his position by teaching a guy a lesson and then going, join me and 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 help me kill these people by putting keys in them. Just like how I said, and I'm still upset, but from the last one, I thought, why did he train this cop to go through all the killing and train him? We saw him go through all of them to be like, you're going to overcome it if at the end of it that he was just going to like set him up to be killed, right? By his ex-wife was trying to kill him. There's just a lot. There's a lot of loopholes. I mean, the games were gnarly. This one I didn't like. There's some acting that I thought was just really under par for what was going on here, which took me way out of it. And I don't. And I think that one actor, like you said, he we liked him in the one scene that has a lot to do with direction. Mostly, it could have been the director being like, "You got to go wild here and point around." I don't know. There was just a, a overall vibe here that it felt a little more underwhelming. The games were still cool. I like what I saw. Um, that that was it was still so gory and nasty. But th- yeah, there's something a little off about it that I go, yeah, not not my favorite. Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. Oh man. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts. On yeah, this one. give it. Um, give it. Okay, let's start with the good. Let's start with the positives. Yes, uh, I liked. Isolated, I liked the games in this one. I thought they were the most gory and most creative we've seen since the third movie. Uh, I liked the premise of this guy who was a fake. I think this is the first time we've seen in these movies where somebody has to try to save people they care about. But even even though he fails at at every attempt, and we don't know what happens to him at the end. I don't think he dies. I think he's just in there watching his life. He's just there, eating up. So, yeah, I'll say that was, I liked that just on the surface. If you think about it too deeply, it's going to crumble apart. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, the, the this fact is that, not a jigs. This is not a jigsaw puzzle. No. This is just, we're open-ended. We're open-ended. We're just doing it now. We're, how does he have an x-ray machine? I, that doesn't make sense. I thought they were going to get to that and answer your question <laughs> when we were like, oh, it's the doctor. Of course, like, because I first thought the wife, she's a doctor, would have an x-ray machine. And I thought, for sure, they'll show. I think maybe they just want us to, like, just assume because he was the one putting the keys in there that that doctor had one. Right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that didn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, the acting was rough. Some of it was rough. Most of, most of it was good, except yeah. for, most of it was serviceable, except for that one cop. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Uh, yeah, man, this movie, I don't know. It was fun. Also, it, it was fun, but it wasn't yeah. good. <laughs> I will say it was, they didn't utilize all the information in which we've learned in a way that's cohesive and for it to be this culminating culminating chapter for all six or seven of these movies was a little underwhelming or just a little disappointing in the fact that you know i don't i don't think these movies have been as good since john the original jigsaw was part of it i think those first first three movies that trilogy probably stands the best because once we get four and Hoffman's like our our new guy. Just it doesn't hit the same. But I, I liked six though. I will say outside of those first twenty minutes, I know that we were kind of yeah. kind of slow. But I liked I liked the majority of six. We got a twist there. Got I mean, a, we got a twist here, but it was sort of like what? Yeah, he, he didn't really need that guy to do the stuff. He did and not that's need what him. they're trying to do. The flip four of like the doctor, 
That's how you got the keys in there. Okay, like, that that's the part that gets me, right? The fact that this doctor the whole time right. has been part of it. Hoffman didn't know he was a part of it. Amanda didn't know he was a part of it. The audience didn't know he was a part of it. And that one felt like a twist for twist's sake because, like, oh, we got to do something crazy because all of these movies have major twists. Right. But yeah, it just didn't track. And I was like, okay, for Amanda joined. She would have known that that doctor was doing the key stuff the whole time. Right. She was with him always. Yeah. She was rolling him around everywhere he went. Well, I kind of, we've kind of learned that John kind of like had people isolated, let certain people know what. But also, I don't, th- I don't think the 3D was used very well. Or maybe because the fact we're watching it in, in 2D. But it, just from what we were seeing, yeah. some of it was a little, like a little hokey. Like, yeah, like the sock going out at the <laughs> end of the thing. And you know what really killed me is that oh. there was an exposure and lighting change <laughs> from the room to where he throws it. And yeah. then you see it land outside in the on the ground. The lighting is different. Oh, wow. But I mean, that's okay. It's like the room is fluorescent lighting. Maybe out there is a little dark, but I was like, they didn't, I don't know. Just, I don't know. It seemed weird that the lighting was, it was very different. I would have been like, y'all got to match that color a little bit better. So it seems (laughs) like it's at the same time. Y'all got to fix this up, man. This is, it just, yeah. Plus, uh, we kind of said it during the reaction, the, the actual scenes with the cops also look very TV again. Yeah, and like this movie very. came out in 2010. And the this is acting. a franchise, exactly. And the yeah. acting, this is a franchise that's firmly established while the MCU was running. While we've had movies like Inception and the in the Dark Knight at this point, and it still looks so cheap. And I'm like, that's crazy. Y'all can put a little bit more love, a little bit more budget into this movie. But I feel like they did do a lot. Like that's but why I was did, like, they did parts. a ton of budget. Where I'm like, the track and her her. Her, all these flashbacks of like that we didn't need to see in the help group. Like, why did we see that one lady's flashback? She let the husband go. He gets cut up. I saw us. We see her on the track. She gets cut in half. A full on one where he's like, sure, he's in the cage. Then we have the wood. And then finally, at the end, she gets burned alive. And I'm like, this movie to me seems it had a larger budget, mm-hmm. but it it's underperforming for it, me. It didn't, yeah, and it, that is the part that I it bugs me. Yeah, it didn't utilize it well in all the right places. Who's funding this? Not the movie, <laughs> but who's funding these Can projects? Can you come at and contact point? me and Aaron? I'm an I am an actor and a producer. Just give me a one sixteenth of the money, and let's see what we can do. Let's, let's make see. Some, let's make magic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, I cut you off. Continue. You were saying something else. No, I think I don't even remember where I was. I think just the fact that Wesley got involved at the end just kind of was like a hail mary. Like we got to have some sort of twist for this movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy from the beginning. We got to make it all all one uniform story because we got to tie it back to the the beginning chapter. And I think if I remember correctly, like I've I've been watch or seen any like synopsis or anything wanted to stay away from spoilers but i saw that i think the next movie it's not called saw eight it's called jigsaw and that one was made oh. in 2017 oh that's a that's a that's seven years later yeah each, each one of these we've watched has been like back to back exactly right? yeah, yeah from 2004 through 2010 yeah, because after this one they were like maybe i'll need to take a break right because this is not we're reaching too far we're trying to come up with these bait and switches and reveals at the end which this to me was you guys could i feel like in the room when the writers pitched this or it could be the writers had a had a decent script 
and the up aboves were like, no, you got to bring somebody back. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, wow, that guy from the first one, that'd be a big reveal. Oh, that'd be I, crazy. Guys, come on. Come on, we got to do better. We it's a big better. reach. Yeah. I, I, will, I will say, yeah. I think this would have been fun to see in the theaters, but I don't think it would have mm-hmm. been good. I, I think the first two movies are legitimately good movies. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. Everything after that has kind of been just like, okay, this is the next chapter. Everything after that has felt incomplete. And I feel like the beginning of that incomplete storytelling with the, the cliffhangers started in two. But I think two had a good enough story in and of itself to be sustainable as a satisfying experience. But I everything agree. else has been like, okay, we just got to keep this going to get to the next piece of it. And now we've finally gotten to what's supposed to be the final chapter. And it's just like it's gotten away from itself. You know, it's it we've, we've lost the purpose of what the original intention was behind these movies. And even though it's still doing the trap thing, it's not, it's doing it for the sake of doing it, not for the sake of what was originally intended. It's kind of, I don't even know if ironic's the right word, but the fact that maybe he, he was killed because his games got perverted, you know? Oh, right. And as the games got perverted, the movies got more perverted with, with its intention and like how, because it started off as like this thriller and like this mystery of like what's going on. Right. And then it kind of just got more into like, we got to make, we got to up the ante. We got to like raise the stakes. We got to make the traps crazier. And like, granted, maybe that's something you want to see as you watch these movies, but I feel like you got to have a strong story uh, encompassing that or like yeah. a- accompanying that as you go along. And it's just didn't man but i like i said i had fun with it i don't think it was good i think it's definitely better than what was the boring one we watched was that five yeah it's around those numbers <laughs> the one where it was like cop versus cop where the it other cop five. got killed i think it was five okay i would yeah. say if we because obviously they probably intended this to be the end of them before they started to continue with Jigsaw and Spiral and now Saw X. Right. Uh, I was thinking as we're watching it, I was like, okay, if I had to rank them just based off of the original intention for how they saw the series going, I'd probably put Saw 2 first, Saw 1 second, Saw 6, Saw 3, Saw 4, 6, then 5. Well, you said six and the third time. Did I do? Time. I, I think that you meant four. I'm five. at seven. I'm at seven. He's just saying. Numbers. I'm saying. Sh- I'm saying He's, everything. Uh, and nobody's okay. going to keep track. They haven't watched it. One, two, three, four, five. Well, maybe of, they have. They watched. They've it with been us. watching it. I've been reading the they comments. They've been watching it with us. Yeah. Oh, good. Everyone, people have been watching. We have, we have okay. Some, we have some steady followers. Look at that. So he meant four, five. He yeah. meant four, yeah. five, seven. Two. Yeah. Two, two one, one, three. Six. Oh. No, two, yeah, two, one, six, six, three, four, five, seven, right? Four, seven, five. Four, seven, five. Okay. Yeah. 
It's numbers. You got them. Um, listen, I agree with him. It's just, it's really. I mean, um, that's the passcode to get in. Um, no, but the storytelling, I think it's really just the, the, uh, in the beginning, especially with one is just, it's teaching these people a lesson, but staying mm-hmm. with them long enough to where we actually care. Yeah. And the last few movies, we stay not long enough with anyone for us to care enough, whether we lose them or they die. Yeah. Um, it's just sort of like, yeah, they did a bad thing. We know it's coming for you because we understand the game and the process, but we haven't sat in it or any of the games which we did with one and two, which made it really satisfying. We got to know these people at the core of who they are. Mm -hmm. We got to see them interact with each other and then figure it out. And lately with three, I think three and through, they just send one person and they're going through a bunch of games. Yeah. And I, for me, I'm like, I get it that audiences want to see bigger and badder and maybe more gore. But I find it that, like, are we really sitting in an audience and testing that, that that's, that is the more entertaining story of it? I'm not sure. I do like seeing the the, the traps are different. We, we have to switch it up. Yeah. I totally get it. But I think it would be really fun also to go back to, like, a lower budget feel where it's like you got to deal with the people yeah. and – and maybe make sure the traps, there's got to be something different. I understand that. But maybe it doesn't need to be so extreme to get our attention because I really like sitting with the people and their story yeah. and then seeing the rest of it versus um, seeing a bunch of plot lines like the racist people. That was a cool kill. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. But like, wouldn't it would have been so satisfying if we had had to sit in their story for a minute yeah. and see like how he got them in that position to then kill him. It would have been so exciting to be like, you guys are going to die. Yeah, it still was. But we didn't we just there's ha- just hasn't been enough juice to lead us up to a lot of these kills within the last few films. It's still a lot of fun. It's fun to watch. Great gore. I love that the public one in the very beginning, the that girl cool. with the two guys is cool. All the stuff looks, it looks awesome. I just, I'm not as engaged story-wise. Mm-hmm. And you guys know, like, acting, that that made me a little upset. I was like, what's this guy doing? To, it, that will always take me out of it just as an actor. And then secondly, story and plot line. Like, do I do I believe them? And do I like feel for them? And in this one, I didn't really. So I'm going to just rate it for you. I know we've been chatting for a minute over here. Still, still fun. Like I'm excited to watch the others. There's just, I mean, I'll always try to be honest with you all of like, yeah, not great. So I'll put this one. I, mm, you know, (laughs) I'm going to go because it's still fun. Like the kills, the traps are cool. I'm just I'm gonna go with a six, but the, the there's the stuff that I mentioned, and it may not be an actor thing, could be a direction thing. I don't know. Brings it down to a six for me for this one. Yeah, it's funny. That's actually what I was thinking. I was thinking about a six too. Yeah, I think I think we rated five a six. So I think they're like neck and neck as far as ratings go, as far as like the lower tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my favorite. I had. I can say I have fun with the experience, but it's like one of those things. It got some to the point where it was like so bad it's good kind of thing, or so yeah. bad it's fun. So yeah, I would say that it's like a, almost a parody of itself at this point. But you know, I I can say for that experience alone, I would give it a six. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So that's what we're doing. But we're gonna watch seven, eight, nine, and the ten. Wait, this is seven, right? Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Guys, we have three I'm, more, baby. You know what? 
I should leave because, you know, I'm tired <laughs> and I thought we were watching. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I knew what this one was. We got three more after this. We love you guys. Don't forget to leave a like, leave a comment, ring the bell. Um, tell us how cool we are and other stuff. I don't know. Leave whatever you like. We love you. Thank you for being here. You got any last words, Aaron? We love you and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.